0: Welcome to the Andrea K show. She's blonde, 5 foot 2 and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is. Andrea K. <laughs>
1: Mm, 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 mm. i'm loving that smooth groove babies we are rolling into friday tonight is friday eve on this andrea k show um hour two right here of the andrea k show we're going to have a little fun we're also going to take a little trip to the courtroom in new york city a little bit later on the show uh it got crazy in this courtroom today donald trump was Donald Trump. Y'all want to sue Donald Trump? Y'all want to drag Donald Trump, Trump into court? Well, let me tell you, there's this whole saying, no matter where you go, there you are. Well, no matter where Trump goes, there is Trump. And he was there in this courtroom today, and I'm here for it. That and so much more to get into on tonight's Andrew K. Show. If you missed last hour, we, we kind of went deep into some stuff on the border, not just updates of what's happening, but where it could lead. In fact, martial law is, tr- is trending On Twitter tonight, Um, the left would love nothing more than to see this erupt into a civil war and all the different ways that they could exploit that for power. So these, these are times for us to be smart, to be energetic, to be wise, to be calculated and yet still be determined to do everything that we can do to save our country. Alright, before I get any further, I gotta bring in this man You know you know the sacrifice he's making To try to save this country He sits in with me two hours a night, babies I'm talking about DJ Sesame Broccolini I love me some Sesame bro- 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 Broccolini This guy, fiery
2: like a dragon bro, bro, Like a dungeon dragon High heat
3: Sesame Broccolini <laughs> You make a good point, though. I mean, honestly, this is our country. This is our republic. Tom was talking about, like, we have to do everything we can to fight for it. It's a marvelous place. It's a special place. And Trump is fighting for it. And that's just he's reinvigorated. He brought the Republican Party back to life. And I didn't think that was possible.
1: Yeah, yeah, he ab- he absolutely did. And they've all been trying to figure out ever since then, since he came down the escalators, And people started showing up by the thousands and thousands at his rallies, how they were going to get rid of them. Um, Right now, I think the Democrats might literally be wondering how they're going to get rid of Biden. How bad is it for the Democrats right now? The UAW, I mean, unions, and the unions still take money and the union dues from all their workers and give it to the Democrats, right? Uh, Unions are nothing but a money laundering scheme for the communists, right? That's literally all they are. And the workers, you know, have to, you know, pay union dues to get the higher paid, you know, jobs. Um, It ends up and has ended up hurting many of the union workers in the long run, like somebody that I knew who was a long haul trucker out of New Hampshire. And he was Mr. Union all the way, hated Trump, all of that. And then uh, it ended up that the company he worked for just decided that they couldn't afford all the regulations, taxation, and the high union wages and um, just ended up closing up shop. And then he ended up out no longer on a picket line. He ended up on the unemployment line. And that is one of the reasons why uh, Trump got, I think, four in 10 union votes uh, last time. Uh, The union, um, of course, has come out and endorsed Biden again. But the head of the union, I think his name is Sean Fain, yeah, Sean Fain from UAW said that a great majority, and that's a quote, of American union workers in the auto industry, quote, will not vote for Joe Biden against presumptive nominee Trump. He said, look, let me be clear about this. A great majority of our members will not vote for Biden. Yes, some will, but the the reality of this, that's the reality of this. He said, our members are going to vote with their paychecks. They're going to vote for an economy that works for them. They're not going to vote for a president. Um, You know, he went on to say, um, you know, he tried to puff up and say that, you know, Trump represented the elites. But the reality is, is that Trump actually represents the working man. And the old class struggle language that they used about Trump uh, no longer works because Trump showed in his first, you know, term that this was a man. That By the way, he built built his empire uh, with construction workers and walked construction sites every day. Uh, Number two, this was a man who never took a penny when he was president. This was a man that restored the economy. There's more to your livelihood economically than even just what you get paid hourly. Because the hourly wage that these union workers are getting is not able to keep up with the inflation that Joe Biden is bringing them. They were making these union wages under Trump and paying $2 a gallon of gas, not 5 They were paying $2 for a loaf of bread, not 6 And That's one of the reasons why they're going to vote for Trump, according to Sean Fain. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Um, uh, there's other things inside of the auto industry as well that involves like the EV mandates. I think Ford shut down recently two more plants I mean these electric vehicles that cost so much money not just for the for the vehicles themselves but everybody sees these invoices you pay 40 50 sixty thousand dollars for one of these things and then when the battery goes out you're out for another 40 nobody can afford that on top of the fact that there's reports all over the place that you know in in, in this bad weather you know you, you, they're dead they're dead in the water there's not enough power and all of that but anyway um. It, what Trump has said to them that resonates is if you're a United Auto Worker or any auto worker of any standard in the state, I don't care if they're going to destroy your business. He says within two years, you're not going to have a job. I'm going to bring back jobs. I'm going to bring back the manufacture of automobiles in our country. He said, tell your union head, tell him not to enjoy, endorse the Democrats. They're going to put you out of business. You're going to be out of a job. And that's absolutely correct. Um, meanwhile, here's Joe Biden talking to auto workers. Um, Here he is at at some manufacturing plant. I'm not even sure it was auto automobiles um, screaming about $10 in Wisconsin Sesame.
0: Cost 10 bucks to make it 10 bucks to make it.
1: What? Why is he screaming about 10 bucks? I mean, it's just unhinged. Evidently, the speech that he gave today, I didn't bother to pull the clip, but evidently the guy who introduced him referred to him as the big guy. (laughs) You just can't make that up. So after alternating the screaming fits that he had, evidently the one creepy whisper, you know how he'll scream and then he'll, you know, do this whisper thing. I mean, I don't know what it, it in the world made, as somebody told him along the way that that was like a really good way to compensate for his obvious cognitive issues. And he sticks with it. Evidently after sc- the screaming fits that he did, like about 10 bucks and other things, then he went to the, to the whisper. The creepy Biden whisper. And evidently, I'm going to play the clip for you. Evidently, after he said this, the room literally went silent. Sesame.
0: And thanks to the outstanding senators Tammy Baldwin of Wisconsin, Tammy's the one. And Amy Kobachar and Tina Smith from the state of Minnesota. If I have all three of them on my side, I don't worry about anything. Yeah. If I have
1: all three of them by my side.
3: Look, he's a weird guy. Yeah. He's always been a weirdo. But really, in the last couple of years, it's exceptional. I mean, he's outdoing yeah. himself every time. I can't believe yeah. they even send him out to these public speaking events because it's just. It's like, why? It's like, it's first of why? all, are you speaking English? What language are you oh, speaking? Yeah. Half the time, it's well, like, I don't even know what you're saying.
1: Well, in fact, we've got another clip from him. It's second to the bottom on the stack. Um, Maybe you can translate for me here because I think he's talking about beer. And I don't drink beer. I don't know if you do. Um, But tell me what you think he's trying to say here.
0: (laughs) Beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer in this. final. Oh Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why he's about.
3: Okay, I caught I caught brew and Great Lakes. So I, <laughs> I don't know what's going on in his mind. Uh, <laughs> and what's with these people
1: like right there that are laughing like he actually Seriously? said something cogent and funny?
3: Ugh. It's just embarrassing. It's a it's such a mockery because this country.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like, oh, good point, Joe. Well, well said.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: the great orator of our time, the, the, the greatest communicator since the original great communicator.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> I just I mean, I, I how many people were paid to show up there? That's what I. You gotta know.
3: wonder how many plants, most of them, right? Especially yeah, the people in the front row plants. with signs that are like Biden and Choice. It's like, I mean, come on, how much are they paying yeah. you?
1: Yeah, you know they are. You know they are. We don't know what they're getting paid with um you know i don't we don't know if it's you know some of hunter's favorite you know
3: toys or or whatever (laughs) all roads lead back to hunter
1: Uh, you know it was hunter there with some ziplocs i don't know because these people were laughing at nothing you know i don't know what (laughs) he's in a beer facility i don't know what these people were imbibing in if they thought that was funny all right stick around uh, speaking of, uh, of, I don't know, I'm trying to segue here to a Hollywood actor that just went stupid on X today. Stay with us.
0: Andrea K. telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K. Show. I don't usually talk a lot about Hollywood anymore. Um, You know, it's, as y'all know, you longtime Andrew K. Show listeners, you know how, um, you know, Hollywood has just completely destroyed itself. They've canceled themselves with their libtardness. And, but I have to talk about one particular libtard who is being absolutely torched, (laughs) dragged (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. She's being dragged like a, uh, I don't want to say a rag doll, but yeah, dragged like a rag doll. My niece used to drag around. She had this doll and she would drag it around. Uh, uh, She also had a naked Barbie that she dragged around by the feet. And this thing's head and hair was just nothing but just a rat's nest, right? A filth. That's how Alyssa Milano is being dragged tonight on X. And let me tell y'all why I love to see this, because this is the hate that sat behind Brett Kavanaugh had no business to be there while she in Hollywood perpetuated the lie that that good man that good Catholic man would never had any allegations of having done anything wrong great family man taught girls, you know, coach girls basketball and treated, you know, had an all woman, you know, staff, you know, she perpetuated the lies that he gang raped girls. So, you know what? I love to see the hypocrites like Alyssa Milano get hoisted on their own hypocritical libtard petards. And that's what's happened to her tonight. You love to see karma. You love to see it coming around on them. Well, here's what's happened. In typical commie form, you know, these elites, you know, it's, it's, you know, um, they, they just are so out of touch uh, while they pretend like these Democrats, these limousine libtards act like they're, you know, the, the party for the working man. Like we were just talking about the UAW here. She is today when people, she put out two things on X today. That's gotten her being dragged like a rag doll. One was talking about Biden, how great we got to stand by Biden and she's Canadian, would she even do when talking about our business? Second of all, she did a tweet tonight, X tonight, that um, her, her son's baseball team, now I can't find the tweet, is my son's baseball team is raising money for their Cooperstown trip. Any amount would be so greatly appreciated. You can read more about the team and make a donation here. <laughs> oh, um, hmm. uh, what a blanking grifter Alyssa Milano is worth millions and begging for money so her son's baseball team can go on a trip. Wait, what somebody said? Moneyed actress Alyssa Milano is the jaw dropping caucasity to ask for money for her kids' baseball trip. If and what somebody said, if Alyssa Milano opens her house and gives one bedroom to illegals, I'll make a contribution to her son's team. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Um, Somebody says, I think Alyssa Milano might be trans because she's got giant (laughs) 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 hoo-haws. It's so good. So good. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, It's just, you love to see it. And by the way, but here's what I would say to the people coming at her tonight. I think you may be wrong about her being worth millions. When was the last time Alyssa Milano did a movie or starred in a TV show? Hmm. Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? (laughs) (laughs) Next thing you know, here's what's going to happen next. She's going to be the head of SAG, okay? Because that's where the old hags who can't get a gig go, okay? (laughs) Well, they go to run I mean, sag
3: nowadays but it's it's almost it's very ironic and very funny i mean ronald reagan was once the president of sag believe it or yeah. not how the mighty yeah, have fallen
1: yes now the, the uh, we recently had has been dran, dran Fresher. uh fran <laughs> i must be slightly uh, what what is it, what is it called when you move your things back your letters and words backwards dyslexia just it might be yeah because I just had a <laughs> dyslexic moment. So the last one was Fran Drescher. She hasn't done anything since the nanny days, which was in the '90s. Before that, the head of SAG was Gabrielle Carteris, who was only on about you know two seasons of Nine Hundred Two and O back in nineteen ninety three. Okay, so <laughs> I think that's the future for Alyssa Milano. So she, y'all, she might be in need. She might be in need. Y'all might wanna think about it now. You all might wanna forego feeding your children a meal tonight so that Alyssa Milano's child can go to on their trip to her his trip to Cooperstown. What do you think, Sesame Broccolini? Are you gonna reach deep and in, in uh and contribute to this to this awfully good cause? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not.
3: but this whole thing does actually remind me of oprah and the rock begging for money after maui Mm, mm -hmm. and then all the backlash it's like you how tone deaf are you you couple of (laughs) clowns
1: get out of here totally 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 oprah you know go adjust your wig and sell your story someplace else because we are just (laughs) not even here for it okay speaking of bad wigs there were some commentators today talking about this E. Jean Carroll trial in New York. It got crazy in that courtroom. And my friend Jen Kearns, GOP strategist, host of Real American, um, Real, Real America Radio, All American Jen. What am I saying? All American Radio with All American Jen. She's going to be with us next. She's also written a book about uh, the feminist movement and the, um, the women's exit so stick with us. Jim will be here next.
0: You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kaye on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kaye show. Earlier in the show, I was telling y'all that we were going to talk about uh, Trump Back in the courtroom in New York today on this uh, trial with E. Jean Carroll. Now, y'all remember, she's the one who claimed many years ago that back in the day, in Trump's heyday, by the way, that he assaulted her in a dressing room. It Was it in Bergdorf's? Yes, it was in Bergdorf's. And which is just absolutely preposterous. And of course, if that happened, how come sister friend didn't make any claim about it till suddenly now, right? And then, oh, by the way, how about the fact that the Democrats literally changed the law just for a year so that she could make this a civil case right at this time. I mean, this thing stinks worse than Nikki Haley's campaign right now, right? So Trump is back in the courtroom uh, today, and it got really, really hairy. Okay, so before I bring in my friend Jen Kearns from Real America Radio, All-American, <sighs> Jen, can you come on? I'm I'm going to go ahead and bring you in here, my girl, because I keep messing up the name of your show. Jen Kearns, <laughs> welcome back to The Andrea K Show.
2: Hey, good to be with you.
1: All right. Tell everybody real quick. One of the reasons why I wanted you on is because you've got a book out called The Real War on Women, but I also want people to know where they can hear you. All-American Gen from All-American Radio. When,
2: when does your show air? It uh, airs every Sunday morning, uh, just up the road from you, AM 870, The Answer, uh, Los Angeles, Orange County, Riverside, and San Bernardino. And, uh, and yes, my um, book is called The Real War on Women. I wrote it because of cases like this. Where Democrats, Mm -hmm. you know, are trying to make voters, especially swing voters, independent voters, women voters, trying to make you believe that Republicans somehow hate women, that Republicans are the only, uh, you know, people harassing women. And that's just not true. If you look at, you know, Harvey Weinstein, if you look at Mm -hmm. what happened with Charlie Rose, if you look what's happened with, you know, so many in Hollywood, even down to Kevin Spacey. Um it, it's really, by and large, the Democrats who've waged this war on women, and not just in sexual harassment cases, but really, uh, as I outlined in the book, really in 14 different policy areas, Democrats have waged this war on women. Look at, first of all, look at their foreign policy. Look at how women fare when Democrats are in charge in the United States of America, Uh, we we left women and and girls behind in Afghanistan when we disastrously pulled out of there in August of 21. Uh, Look at what is still Mm -hmm. happening to hostages of Hamas right now, Uh, many of them women, grandmothers, mothers, and and daughters Mm -hmm. who are still in captivity Mm -hmm. to this day. Uh, Democrats don't seem to care too much about that. They want to Talk about this this lady from you know thirty five years ago in in the dressing room at Bergdorf, but there are real things going on in this country that people should care about as it relates to women. Look at the economy; women are not faring well in the economy. Um, I I wrote about this a year ago, and it just came out yesterday that in Gavin Newsom's California there's been something like a 53% uh, you know, job loss in, in people losing jobs and having to regain jobs. Mm-hmm. And that happened mostly to women. And um, so when you look at the economy, when you look at foreign policy, when you look at the treatment of women across the board, they they don't fare well when Democrats are in charge. And that is the real war on women that we want and- people to know about.
1: Absolutely. And so what they're doing right now, because of, every, and I'm glad that it that actually worked out this way, because everything that you just laid out is really what's happening against women. Plus, I would add in the war on women through transgenderism. And so they know that because we're in an election year, they know they cannot win on their real agenda. They know that they can't win on uh, the devastation that they've wreaked upon all Americans, including women and little girls, and all the ways from e- the e- economics at, in at, Economically, in academia, in our schools, in sports, and beyond. Uh, including what the damage is being done to us uh, with, through crime across this country. They're ramping up. This this was intentionally done knowing in order to stop Donald Trump, but also continue the false narrative to manipulate the minds of American women into thinking that the Republican Party, let's remember back to 2012 and Mitt Romney, b- binders full of women, that the, that the Republican Party is waging a war on women. And they're also trying to revive and trying to tap into, which is what this court case is all about. They're trying to motivate, not only in the general sense, what I just said in terms of uh, trying to manipulate women, to try to distract women, uh, trying to, they're trying to get the vote out from an emotional reason here on top of abortion, which is a separate issue we'll get into. But this is, I've got a clip to play for you in a minute. This is also specifically going after um, trying to tap into the older woman vote. Uh, What, what this is all about is, Um, trying to revive, ignore American women, ignore the younger women they've got on abortion, the younger women they've got on transgenderism. Now they've specifically got to make sure that they tap into the women of my mother's generation that are out there voting and trying to evoke through this trial uh, the Ms. Magazine, Betty Friedan, um, Cosma, what, what was her name? Who who started Cosmopolitan? Before I get into the sound bites, I found it extraordinary, and I know you're not an attorney, but one of the things I said earlier was, you know, there's an old saying, no matter where you go, there you are. One of the things I did think that was great today, and I didn't know if you hear this, that you know, they, they wanted Trump in this courtroom. They thought they were going to try to humiliate him, Jen Kearns. They put him on the stand. On his way to the stand, he says out loud, I've never, I've never never seen this woman i don't know this woman and this isn't america (laughs) but then the judge tried to the judge tried to humiliate him by talking about where he put his fingers and stuff this isn't going to work out well for them because of it's because it's donald trump it's not other republicans that are going to slink off right
2: Absolutely. Look, this guy is facing 91 charges against four jurisdictions across the United States, and he is gaining in popularity, not sinking in popularity. And the reason is he's showing people how to fight back. Um, I happen to have some clients and colleagues who were uh, at Mar-a-Lago in a room with him uh, just a few weeks ago, and they asked him, they said, You know, you knew it was going to get nasty when you ran. And he said, yes, from the moment I came down the escalator. And they said, did you know it would be this nasty? And he had a one-word answer. He said, no. And he looked at them so somberly. So uh, this is a person who was beloved by Democrats when he was, you know, could do things for them in New York City when he could get them fancy reservations to his restaurants and his hotels. He was the most popular guy uh his uh kids went to Chelsea Clinton's wedding and vice versa, but the moment he declared as a Republican that he was going to run as president, that's when he became persona non grata and and I just love the fight that he has he has um he has done what I think Andrew Breitbart did many years ago before he died. Andrew Breitbart when he died. He, he really set fire to a million different Andrew Breitbarts, right? Everyone started doing desktop publishing. Everyone started doing their own blog, their own grudge reports. And Donald Trump has changed the landscape for conservatives in the same way. He's taught people how to have a backbone. Uh, he's taught Republicans how to fight back. He's even taught most of, not all, but most of the Congress members on Capitol Hill how to fight back. And so I think that is Donald Trump's true legacy. But, man, um, he, he's not done yet. I think he's going to win this thing outright. I, I do think the Democrats are going to cheat however they can. Uh, but he is on the path to to winning this thing outright, and and he can do it. He's, he's winning the black vote, and I think he can win the women vote, too, because you're right. They are trying to reach the older, uh, what I call the grandma vote, but those grandmothers are concerned about what's happening to their grandkids. Mm-hmm in school with all the transgenderism. Yeah. With all forcing the radical liberalism down their throats and they're gonna come out to vote.
1: Well Jen Kearns, author of The Real War on Women, you are a longtime GOP strategist. What a lot of people don't know is Jen is one of the main pieces of one of the main um intellectual minds behind Proposition Eight out here in California. And I want to play a couple of clips for you from Ming Molly Young Fast or Zhang Fast, I don't even know how you say her name, talking about E. Carolyn. Carroll. And I want to get your reaction from a strategist. If you think that this is good messaging on the part of the Democrats. Um, Sesame Broccolini, let's start with the first one uh, in this, the first Molly um, clip in the stack.
2: So I think a lot about the women of that generation, right? Who came of age before Roe v. Wade, right? Who have lived this kind of feminist second-wave feminist fight that of which they have lost a lot of their rights and it is a little bit tragic to me you know even if eugene wins and she's already won one of the cases now we'll see what kind of you know she's going to win some money but whether she wins you know five million or ten million or whatever that looks like or you know even more um there's a question of like she's 80 years old she's 80 years old and we're having a
1: conversation about rehabilitating uh, what was a pristine
2: reputation. Right. And also, how long do any of us have on this pl-
1: Okay, so a couple things here, Jen Kearns. <laughs> but but I, I want you to... I, I don't know what rights... Uh, they're 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 clearly trying to fomate, foment foment um, hysteria, talking about women of that generation losing their rights, which none of them have, and then they're evoking this: "Hey, you don't have a whole lot of life left, and you're old." I guess that's what she's trying to say. I mean, uh, your thoughts.
2: Well, look, uh, she sounds like an idiot to me. And I, I, by the way, know her from New York City. Uh, she oh, is no. super radical. <laughs> yeah, she's super radical, has been after uh, Donald Trump since day one. And, and they're obsessed. She's one of the original uh, members of the uh, Trump Derangement Syndrome Club. Uh, but look, uh, she the reason I say idiot, I hate to name call, but you're right our our mothers didn't lose any rights in fact our mothers had more rights than their mothers had uh they were the first generation that were encouraged to you know work outside of the home and have careers and really you know had the decision to decide what their you know professional fate was going to be unlike their mothers and so what she's saying really doesn't make any sense. And look, if you want to talk about age, uh, no offense to Donald Trump. I think he's a stud, but he's no spring chicken either. And right. look at the abuse, the actual yes. abuse of the legal system that they're perpetrating against this guy. You want to talk about E. Jean Carroll being, oh, she's, she's 80 years old. Well, Donald Trump is a grandfather to Yep. How many kids? I think six kids now, Uh, a granddad to them. How about robbing him of his quality of life in in the uh, uh, evening of his years? Uh, You know, where does Donald Trump go? Remember the famous quote of the politician who said, where do I go to get my reputation back? I think Donald Trump is going to be able fairly to ask that question at the end of this.
1: Right. And absolutely. And by the way, where does she go to restore her pristine reputation? This woman was on with um, Anderson Cooper talking about how most people think rape is sexy. Okay. This woman's reputation is, um, she's actually trying to make it pristine off the back of defamation of, of Donald Trump. I want to play one more clip uh, before we wrap the segment. It's the second one in the stack. Sesame.
2: Is you know she and Robbie Kaplan are really on the front lines here of taking a lot of the institutional misogyny that is Trumpism. Well, and and
1: so there it is. Is that this case is really ultimately about trying to paint uh, not just Donald Trump but MAGA because that's what they mean by Trumpism as misogynistic. Uh, that's ultimately what every bit of this is all about. As we started off the segment, wrap us up about the real war on women and who's really misogynistic.
2: Well, if they want to refer to the, you know, misogynist institutions, look no further than the White House when Bill Clinton was president and was preying upon a 19-year-old barely legal intern in the Oval Office on a snow day and snapping her thong and sticking a cigar of God knows where. Uh, If you want to Mm -hmm. talk about institutional misogyny, look no further than Tara Reid, who appears to have a very credible case against Joe Biden that she was sexually assaulted in the lonely halls of the basement of Capitol Hill, I've been down there. People could do things to you and never, uh, no one would ever see it. And then went to her Democrat, female, chief of staff for help, and instead of being helped, was actually fired. And um, so if you want to talk about institutional misogyny, the Democrats have a master class in it. Um, and that's why it's so important we talk about the real issues, the real war on women 14 different policy areas uh, that the Democrats are waging war on women, including swing voters they're trying to target right now. And people can grab a copy at therealwaronwomen.com. And they absolutely need to do it, y'all. This is where they're,
1: this is where they think they're going to, they're going to be able to make strides and win in 2024 and the Republican Party and all of us need to get better when it comes to messaging on it. Get the book, The Real War on Women. Jen Kearns, thank you for being here tonight, my friend. Hey, thanks so much. All right, and you guys stick around. We got a couple of emails to read out to y'all when we come back.
0: A.K. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. show. Glad to have you with me. Last segment, we were talking to my friend, Jen Kearns from real America radio, all American radio. There's a real America TV show, and then there's all American radio. And I always get the two mixed up. Her book is the real war on women. We had a great conversation about the strategy the left is using, including this Trump trial involving e. aging Carol, in order to shift the election and get a bunch of old older lady votes. So if you miss that or any part of the show, download the podcast, wherever you get your pods, I'm going to quickly read a couple emails out. Cause I love you guys emailing me. Um, Mo says just heard president Trump's uh, rally in Arizona tomorrow's canceled. Hmm. Um, that could have to do with um, I'm not sure if it has anything to do with Carrie Lake it might have to do with the trial that's taking place. Um, him having to give testimony and him just having to be in New York. So thank you for the heads up on that. What do you think, Mo, about uh, Carrie Lakes, um, that whole situation with the bribery? The bottom line for me, the more I think about it is whatever her motivations were, um, whatever led to this or that, um, he can say whatever he wants. The bottom line is uh, powers that be of the deep state in the Uniparty tried to bribe her to the tune of millions of dollars via a talking head position or a corporate gig where she wasn't even going to have to work um, in order to leave the race So and to hurt MAGA. That's the bottom line for me. Guy needed to, uh, and the DeSantis team is going after Carrie Lake in hopes, because they're continuing their anti-Trump thing to the degree to where they're propping up a guy and propping up the deep state in order to hurt Trump. That's what sunk DeSantis, not just his <laughs> presidential campaign, but has sunk his entire future. And every time they tweet crap like that, they continue to hurt DeSantis going forward. Not Trump. Let's see another email. Um, to what end? Um, educate these dim these dim Dems as to how the communists will turn on them. Are they exempt from atrocities committed on their loved ones and themselves? Rhinos wake up, you will be chosen as the first to go when your usefulness is evident. Thought I liked Carrie Lake. My trust in anyone has reached its breaking point. Please, President Trump, remember what happened last time. All will reach its end. If President Trump, God forbid, isn't trustworthy. Where did our golden days go? Good questions there, my friend Mo. Um, I have questions, and you guys keep those emails rolling. I have questions about this story about California homeless people found living inside caves, like outfitted, like furnished caves 20 feet below street level. Um, this, and it's on the banks of the two in Modesto. I'm not that familiar with with the Modesto area. Uh, the, what I know about Modesto involves um, Scott Peterson killing uh, Lacey Peterson and, and his unborn child. Um, what do you know about this this story of these caves? Sesame?
3: Well, it seems from from what I saw, there's maybe eight different caves that were started. I don't know when exactly this all began. maybe a few years ago there were there were some mumblings about it some some unconfirmed reports originally of of people because they have they have thousands of them if my memory serves me correctly thousands of pounds of trash and garbage. And everyone was asking, like, how are they getting shopping carts full of clothing and food items and guns and bottles of beer? Like, how are they getting it down to these weird caves that are just off a river somewhere in a town in the Central Valley? Mm-hmm. It's, it's all very, very strange, but... I know that they had some makeshift fireplaces or at least one fireplace and they had these nails on the wall in the rock where they were actually hanging bottles and and clothing to dry and stuff. It It's absolutely crazy and nobody's talking about it. Nobody has a solution like it's it's finally just getting some real mainstream reporting. But I don't know how long this has been going on, but these are some by the looks of it, some well it looks like a lot of people have been living there and for a long time. And it's not just one cave either. Like it's, it's, it's many of them. So I don't know. I don't know what, what this,
1: well, there was somebody living in a cave along the, one of the beaches around here. I think it was by sunset cliffs. They found really? that a homeless person was living in a cave there. Yeah. And look, you know, the Breitbart is reporting tonight that housing is unaffordable for half of renters, Across America, it has skyrocketed since Joe Biden took office. I would say it's almost doubled here in San Diego. One bedrooms in San Diego, you could easily find for about $1,700 to $2,000. Well, I wouldn't say doubled, but almost. And now a one bedroom is $3,100 in San Diego
3: yeah, that, since that's he took nuts. office. That, that is nuts.
1: It's nuts. It's nuts. Um, and they're pouring these illegals in here and giving them free places to stay. And that's part of the problem. It there's so much that has gone into the Democrats causing inflation and the cost of everything going up and and it's only spiraling and getting worse and worse and worse, which is why we were talking about United Auto Workers. It's like the these unions think that they get somebody a little increased, you know, over a non-union worker and the hourly, but then then they want to kill us with everything else. And, and and that's one of the reasons why unions are just little, perfect little communist societies for us to see what's going on there. Right. The union bosses are making buku, buku bucks and getting the Democrat leaders in office while the peasants and little workers all get paid the same. Nobody ever has a chance at, a, at, 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 at you know, through ambition or hard work to get beyond that. And they're going to go back to their little, you know, cave dwellings and while the the elites stay fat and happy and that's where we're going the wage gap that they yammered about during the the, during the trump years has only just exponentially widened in america so getting back to what christy noem said last hour we played a clip from her saying that if we don't do something about this border we're going to be europe a few years from now no we're going to it's going to be worse than europe worse than europe We've moved so much of our country into urban areas, away from the from the outlying areas, and we're being overrun—absolutely overrun. And even in the outlying areas, crime is absolutely rampant. Your thoughts, Sesame?
3: It, it's it's a ticking time bomb. It is a ticking time bomb, and just just alone from the economic perspective, like you're saying, I mean. We do not. The average American is going paycheck to paycheck. People are working multiple jobs just to survive, not to save or to get ahead, just to survive. And you listen to people like Eric Adams. He's saying what they're going to spend $12 billion over the course of like three years just to give illegals free housing, free health care, free food, free clothing. And then all the food gets tossed out anyway. They're literally throwing money down the drain on non-citizens. I can't believe more people are not even talking about it just from that angle. Guys, we're out of money. You can't have a country without borders, and you certainly can't have a giant bloated welfare state like we've got where the government will just give you free things. You're going to collapse the country in record time. You open the border to any Tom, Dick, and Harry and then have a giant bloated welfare state. And then start excluding your own people. This is a ticking time bomb. They are trying to squeeze us, and it's just so mm. frustrating because it's like, like you're saying to the point about rent. People don't under people underestimate the fact that as a renter, you are pouring money every month into something in exchange for zero equity. You are not getting any yeah. real asset on but, the other but, but, end. But so right. it's just me interr- crazy me to me. It is asinine. It is right. actually was, crazy. Yeah.
1: Well, when you look at what's happening economically, and then to finish up with the border where we started, this is about Cloward-Piven. Cloward-Piven was the strategy named after two guys who came up with it, that you break the back of a system and it will usher in a completely new political system. And that's what they're trying to do here. Update on the border situation, by the way, President Trump has called on all willing states to deploy their National Guards to Texas to defend the border as the Red State Alliance now grows to 25. We need to put some prayers up for our nation, prayers for courage, prayers for wisdom, prayers for determination, but most importantly, wisdom, including, um, I guess, discernment discernment. All right. Love you guys. Let's uh let's stay together in this. Thank you for being a part of my community, my friends and family here. We'll see you tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Keep your head on a swivel.